Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we watch every single episode of the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime, and we talk about why it is that we love it so very much. And this week, hey, we're six episodes into the season. It's time for the season to start. I'm so excited. I'm really so excited. I'm I'm really interested because, again, these are episodes I know nothing about going in. Like, I, I knew the words sailor iron mouse but i kind of didn't think they were real (laughs) (laughs) oh let's 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 bring in our guest so we can talk about all this yes to help us talk about sailor moon this week we have a fantastic guest we have diana restrepo is here diana welcome to the show yay thank you hello (laughs) now were, were you uh named for the cat from the future well no she was named after me (laughs) Um, no 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 no. actually uh my mom was gonna call me renee and then she decided that was a terrible idea so then she decided because i'm from colombia so this is a funny thing uh kermit the frog in colombia his name is renee i did not know that yeah so my mom was like wait no i don't want my child to be called a frog all the way through school so I am now Diana, or Diana, as they say in Spanish. Ooh. Which do you prefer? What should I be saying? Usually, friends and family go for Diana. So if you can do that, that's great. Sure if you thing. forget, I won't be mad. <laughs> so so we're friends now. That's yes. nice. I mean, I would like to think so. You've been in my ear for so long. <laughs> uh, well, Diana, since... Well, I was going to ask you, are you, are oh, you happy ahead, to, to have gotten your name, or would you have preferred Renee? cool but let me tell you i would have a complex about frogs okay, okay. i would so yeah i can think it's better things worked out the way they did it was either frog or cat from the future so um, i have three cats so i'm happy with cat to be fair i think kermit the frog pretty much killed the name kermit too so yeah i guess it was only here when i was a grown-up that i realized kermit was an actual human name <laughs> yes at one time and i was like how does that work it's but, over you know it's over hey as long as you don't see some random human named Miss Piggy, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that, too. <laughs> I actually really like the name Kermit, but yeah, it's it's unfortunately a massively famous <laughs> fictional frog. Yes. Dana, what is your history with Sailor Moon? Oh, wow. Okay, well, um, it's funny because I am probably a slightly bit older than some of your other guests. 36, just turned 36, yay. Um, so... I was in Colombia when it all started. And for some funny reason, anime tends to go down to South America first before it comes to the U.S. So I was aware of Selimore around 95, 96, which is when it was going out, coming out in Japan. Mm. And I had a cousin that was in love with it. And I was like, okay, that's weird, whatever. She would like dress up. Um, her mom would make her like wigs out of yarn of Usagi's little uh, buns. It was very cute. And that was kind of like the only thing I had about it until we moved here to the U.S. in 97. And uh, I did not speak any English. I came straight into high school um, as an immigrant with no English in an American high school. Yes, it is 
just as awkward as you imagine. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was hard. Uh, I was very lonely. I was very out of place. And then um, later on, I think it was 98, it started to show in in the U.S. In the, was it like at 6 a.m.? It was something like mad early. Um, I, was, I was too old to wake up that early. It's like, you know, only like five-year-olds wake up at six to look at cartoons. Yeah, yeah. I did not have to wait until it came on Cartoon Network. And I ran across it and I was like, oh, this is interesting. I remember this. And then I started to see this girl and I was like, she was kind of like a mess. And I was a mess. Uh, yeah, she was like, like, everybody was yelling at her and she didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what to do. And I was getting bits and pieces because I still didn't speak English great. So I was just kind of getting the gist of it. Uh, but it just seemed to be a 14-year-old that was like 15, 16. A 14-year-old that kind of was messing up and didn't like school and she was completely out of place, but she was still doing it and still being like this being of love and, and, and friendship and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to be, you know, like this perfect mold of an American girl to be able to be a superhero. So from there, I kind of just fell in love with the idea. And I actually started trying to learn English more so I could understand what was going on. Oh. It actually helped me in school because I was like, no, I need to know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Um, and I actually found the subs and I fell in love with the subs because for me it was easier to read in English oh, sure. than it was yeah, than it was to hear it. So I actually watched all 200 episodes with dial-up internet. So you guys know it would take like seven hours to download one episode. Um, but I was dedicated. And um, it just became kind of like my um my safe shore where when everything else was really crazy i could come back to these girls and they were my friends and they were teaching me the language and they were teaching me that you know the world wasn't so bad after all and um i've been obsessed since then like now they, they they just represent a very pure part of my childhood that got me through a lot so that's why i love it so much <laughs> that's such a great story because it's like that's like an in-universe Sailor Moon story. Pretty much. Where it's like, I was I was at a new high school, and I didn't know anyone, and I didn't speak the language very well, and then I met Usagi, and she became my friend. Pretty much. It's just, it's just so funny, because I remember one time in my high school, you had to go to, like, gym class. Like, they didn't come to you. You had to find the gym class, like, across the way. And my high school is huge. It was, like, 2,000 students. I got lost. And I could not ask anybody because I didn't know English and everything sounded like gibberish. And I literally sat down in the middle of the hallway and I started crying. And I was like, I just want to go home. It's like, why am I here? I don't belong here. I just want to go home. Um, and it was that moment, like, imagine that episode of Sailor Moon at the very beginning. When there's like the sad, sad person <laughs> that turns into a Yoma. That was me. <laughs> and... Uh, so do you... Yeah, that was kind of it. So are you a Usagi? Uh, are, are you an Usagi? I guess I should probably try and pronounce things correctly. Um, I'm so much of a Slytherin to be an Usagi. <laughs> but well. I am an Usagi lover. Like, I would be that girl that um, is a little snarky, but as soon as Usagi came over, I'd be like, yes, please, I need your friendship like I need water. Thank you. I, I apologize for saying that the Sorting Hat should have eaten your head, but I, I have said that about all Slytherins, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I it, it it hit me very hard the first time <laughs> that I found out. Uh, but then I realized Merlin was the Slytherin and wow. um and we're not all bad. Yeah, Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so you're a you're a manga ray. Uh, yes, I'm more of a manga ray, not an anime. Ray. Damn, I hate an anime <laughs> ray. Um, sorry. That's great. <laughs> yeah, more of a manga ray. A little bit. I think I'm a little bit more of a hotaru because I had my little depressive goth episodes as oh. well. So. All right. <laughs> so, so, which one is your favorite, Scout? Who is your favorite? Uh, okay. This has actually changed. Oh. And I blame the victim because I hated a lot of what they did with Usagi in the dictum because her voice, when you're trying to learn the language and somebody's talking to you like, I was like, <laughs> no. Like, I love your personality, but please don't talk. Um, so I didn't appreciate Usagi as much as I could. So I was more of like, I love Tatuna, so I love Pluto. And I loved Saturn because, again, little goth girl, you know, I, I recognize my darkness in them. <laughs> and I, was like, oh, cool. I mean, come, come on, dead scream is the coolest thing in the mm-hmm, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the more I grew up and I watched the originals and I read the manga, and I think, I think Usagi is my favorite now. Um, especially, awesome. Yeah, especially with stars, like you really see her maturity, even in this episode. It's yeah. like she still has that cool, uh, like, innocent kind of fun, but she has this maturity and this love that I'm like, yes, I want to be you, please. So, yes, it used to be the little goth girls. Now it's just me. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this episode does a really good job of, like, it, it's a it's a good Usagi mm-hmm. episode. Uh, but we'll get yes. to that in a minute. What are what are our other standard questions, Jordan? It's been a minute. It's, it has been a while. Uh, the the miracle romance. Oh, ah, yes. the miracle romance. Okay. So again, very conflicted because when you're 15 or 16 and you're watching this show, you're like, yes, that's me. I can hang out with an older man. I should have a 20 something <laughs> year old boyfriend. They're in love. Um, that all oh. makes a lot of sense when you're that age. Um, now I'm like, I think Mamoru has the best intentions. Um, he's kind of, he, he's been dealt a hand by destiny and he's going with it to his best of his, the best of his ability. <sighs> Manga is a beautiful romance. The anime, um, it's a little, a little sus, um, but I try to give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. It's not his fault, his destined moon lover is a child <laughs> yeah i mean because like i will say in his defense and it's not easy to say anything in his defense i i, I understand that but i don't feel like he really pursues her i feel like he it is thrust upon him in a way that he's like oh really yeah. i feel like something is thrust upon someone <laughs> all right <laughs> no i feel that saxon when he's like hey i like her she's cool and oh i guess this is what we're doing i'm like okay we'll keep it keep it professional until she turns 18 (laughs) or 16 as it might be in this episode as we shall see (laughs) yeah um and then what about uh chris's uh, miracle romance of cook you know what i everybody says this but i never saw it it works I don't believe all the proof that uh, Chris says all the time is there is actually there, but I will fight it because I think it's adorable. And Ami has grown on me a lot. Like she used to be kind of my least favorite just because she's kind of boring. But now the later episodes, I'm like, oh, she's so cute. She deserves a true love. And Greg is not it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. So Makoto, sure. 
She's strong. She could carry her around. And uh, I understand we had another question that we used to ask, but from my understanding, it's a char- about a character who will never appear again. So we could probably just forget about it forever. Yeah, J- Jordan, I got to say, <laughs> stars. We, we got rid of your least favorite and we got rid of my least favorite. Apparently. Jordan, Jordan, yes. Jordan, I would say never. I would say never appear again. Um, but okay. I will say not in any significant okay. way. Okay, all right, all right. Are you, well, we might as well ask then. What are your thoughts on Chibi? Are you a fan or or what? Okay, you said you had a, um, a Chibi hate site I before. Did. I might have been a member. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, dub yeah. doesn't help. Oh, yeah. It was very, she was very shrill. I don't do well with shrill. <laughs> And um, I was just like, oh, my God, stop trying to hug the mama all to yourself, child with your dad. It's very weird. And then, again, R, I hated her. Supers, I mean, I love all Sailor Moon, so I can't say I hated Supers, but she was tolerable. And then the movie, she's like, okay. But, yeah, not a huge fan. Excellent. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Good taste. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you. So, um, I'll, look, I'll say I hated, I'll say I hated, uh, supers. I'll say it yeah, all it's, day long. Oh, that hurts my heart. <laughs> supers is not good. It's, it, I know. I mean, yeah. I don't want to say it almost killed our love of Sailor Moon, but it certainly strained it. It, it didn't Oof. make it easy, <laughs> it, made, it made the show hard to love. And I am yeah. happy to say, I'm, I'm so happy to say, slight teaser for what we're about to talk about. I felt like this episode was a million times better than at Supers. And I thought it was also about a thousand times better than the first however many episodes of the season. Like, this is real Sailor Moon to me. I'm in. Well, the, the other thing that you notice is that it's like they took a lot more love for the animation. Yeah. Um, especially the close-ups. They are like, they went, okay, stars, this is our last hurrah. Let's do it right. I love it. It's my favorite season. Starts in my favorite season. Uh, I think Soup S or Super is my second favorite. So I am so excited that we're going to be talking about it. Now, before we get to the episode, there's probably there's a couple things we should talk about. Um, first of all, I think Chris, I think we should apologize to everybody. I don't look. I don't think we necessarily need to apologize, but I do think we, I want to thank everyone for rejoining us after our summer hiatus. Right. Right. Uh, this is we, we weren't. Ex- a weirdly busy summer but yeah i don't think we yeah. were expecting to take as much of a break as we did we weren't we weren't um and uh yeah again we're, we are we are uh well i'm sorry chris is apparently not sorry but <laughs> thank you for sticking around thank you for, look, for, it, for it, look look it was kind of unavoidable like it's, it's no, not like no, we were just goofing off <laughs> well i mean i, yeah, was, not yeah, the whole I was working yeah, not... he's, grateful. he's not sorry but he's grateful that's okay <laughs> i think if look if you want justification for uh why it has been so late go read these x-men comics jordan's been editing that are very very good (laughs) well thank you thank you so much um yeah it it was a lot of work because making jonathan hickman good is a lot of work oh yeah so tough you Um, had to really proofread (laughs) get the ruler make sure those charts were straight oh don't make up don't mention proofreading there's been already too many mistakes gotten through oh i'm so sad anyway Two other things I did want to talk about before we get to it, and we could keep it brief. Uh, one, though, is uh, big enough that I don't think we should wait, which is uh, a lot of people sent us tweets about this. Uh, there is a permanent Sailor Moon restaurant opening in Tokyo. Ooh, we did you go. see this, Chris, or no? 
I did not oh, see we, it, no. We're going to fly. All right, just if a, a few more Patreon subscribers should be able to get us to fly to Tokyo. <laughs> yeah, why not? That's, why not? This is relevant to my interest. This is relevant to my interest because my honeymoon is going to be in Japan. Oh, well, <laughs> then you is, actually might be able to go to this in a in a reasonable time. Take a, take a look. I just sent the link over through to you guys. Uh, live stage shows every day. Yes, three live stage shows every single day. Uh, there's 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 a lunch menu and then a a dinner menu. Um, there's uh, I'm looking the adorable uh, uh, foods. Uh, during the day, they serve the Usagi strawberry smoothie and the Mamoru iced coffee, and then uh, uh, at night they also serve pink lemonade, blue cider, red cider, green nectar, golden mango, and black sugar coffee for all the senshis oh. yeah it it looks super cool and anybody who does get out to out to it absolutely send us the info send us your take on it what your thoughts were um you can email us what's the email address chris uh the email address is sailor business podcast at gmail.com yeah absolutely absolutely get in touch with us because we want to hear all the details yeah and, and look jordan i mean you joke i do but we have been doing this show for five years i have a sailor moon tattoo i think eventually we're gonna ha- like maybe not together but we're gonna have to go to tokyo i mean my wife wants to go to tokyo very very badly like she's always wanted to go I, there's two things about that one is that we do have a little baby now which is going to make it very difficult and the other being that i will i will admit to being nervous about going anywhere that doesn't speak english not because i'm like not because I'm afraid of their culture, just because I'm afraid of being an idiot. Like, I'm afraid of not knowing what I'm doing completely. Yeah, but Tokyo, like, the signs in Tokyo are in English. Like, I, I found this oh, out uh, recently. Like, the, the signs for the uh, the subway are in uh, – they're in – I believe it's Japanese, Korean, Chinese, and English. Oh, no, I didn't know that. All right. So, well, I, I feel like of all of the your, – your big cities, your, your Paris, uh, Istanbul – I don't know about uh, Paris. <laughs> well, I, look, they are cosmopolitan enough cities, and they are used to tourists enough that I think you can get by. Okay. Yeah, and I heard that in Japan, like in Tokyo, uh, people get really excited when you speak English, and even if you try to speak Japanese to them, a lot of them are like, "No, I want to practice my English." Blah blah. So they might hmm. actually be more open to helping you in your own language. All right. Well, Guilt I assume it's just like those. Uh, uh, Azumanga Dayo uh, episodes <laughs> where uh, they're running to people who speak English. So. I love Azumanga Dayo. Oh, oh my god. Uh, we got a couple other things to talk about, Jordan. Oh, let's hear Before it. we get into the episode. Let's hear it. It's my birthday! <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's my birthday. Happy birthday. Today? Tomorrow. As we oh, are recording this tomorrow, as you are listening to it, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It is my birthday. Happy I am a uh, happy birthday. Thank you. Are it's you going nice to tell us you, how old you are? Nice that you don't keep track of when my birthday is. That's fine. <sighs> do you remember when my birthday is? I've, I'm going to feel in bad December. if you do. Well, okay, that's vague. So good. <laughs> hey, you got the month right. And there's there's twelve to choose from. It was good. Yeah, you you have a a close to Christmas birthday. It's it's like it's it's early though, right? It's like the sixteenth or something. Oh fuck you, man! It's the eighteenth. You're very close. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. Um, hey, we also missed Usagi's birthday. Yeah. We did miss Usagi's birthday. I uh, We didn't do a podcast, which is taking the easy way out, and I did eat and sleep. Okay, good. Uh, you know who else's birthday we missed? You? Whose? 
this is uh Deanna reminded me of this. Uh August 3rd is Memoru Chiba's birthday. Yeah. Oh right. August 3rd, 1974. That's oh right, everybody. God. Tuxedo Mask is canonically 45 years old, oh and that is what God. I'm going to call him for the rest of the year. <laughs> okay, but not in the time of the of the show we're watching. Yeah, it's look, it is accurate for a certain definition. He's technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. He's Thank 45. You. 45. Yeah. And I mean, like, and and again, Usagi is, I believe, uh, 41 this year so it's 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 not as like usagi is my sister's age so i always forget that she's older than me yeah um, me too i'm like yeah. I'm a weird. child and i'm like oh, she was 14 in 92 i was only 12 in 92 yeah that's oh, crazy I was, I was nine in 92 oh weird 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 uh and uh Diana, you had a recent birthday right i did actually the day before the tuxedo mask august oh. do you want me to do you want me to hit the drop for you again <gasps> Can I? Oh my god. It's my birthday! It's my birthday! Thank you. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you as well. Thank you very much. Hitting the late 30s here. <laughs> uh, one more thing that I do want to talk about that we kind of have to talk about uh, before we get into the episode itself. Uh, spoiler warning, this episode introduces the Sailor Starlights. Yeah. And uh, that means that we are going to have to have a conversation about pronouns. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I was like, again, I have never seen any of stars. Uh, I know very little about these characters, although I am currently looking at the RPG book to see Mm -hmm. when their birthdays are. Are they in it? Yeah. Oh, I'm shocked. Seiya's birthday is July 30th, which is the same as my wife. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's that's all. That's all I got. Leo season baby. Or more. <laughs> so I wasn't sure if we should which if you don't know, if you are also new to this, they are uh characters who present as male in their civilian identities and female when they are in their sea identities as the Sailor Starlights. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure if we should go with just they them pronouns for the whole thing. Uh, I did ask a couple people. I talked to um, Annie Creighton, frequent guest of the show, who was unsure. I talked to Juliet, who you might remember as our first guest, Juliet Khan, ever. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I feel like, and this is what I this is what I told her. I feel like we kind of have to do what the show does, mm-hmm. which is in their civilian identities, like they are referred to by other characters, and I I think maybe even by themselves with male pronouns. I believe so. Yeah. Whereas in their Sailor Scout identities as the Sailor Starlights, uh, they are referred to as female pronouns. And so I think that's what we're going to have to do. Uh, if that is, like, I, I've asked around, I've looked around, I don't uh, know if there is another thing that is commonly accepted when discussing Sailor Moon. Also, I made a joke when I was talking to Juliet. I was like, How, why, why isn't this, why isn't this show for babies from 1997 helping me out on this? yeah but i feel like that is maybe the best way to do it if it's not please let us know because i i obviously don't want to uh alienate anyone or get anything wrong on this but i do feel like that's kind of what the show does and therefore what we need to do if that makes sense so here's the thing about that and and, and i agree i agree with your assessment i agree with your assessment and your and your feelings i don't think it's it's been a while since i watched this again um, but does the show go into it at all? 
It doesn't. That's kind of kind of right. like what's a little difficult because the manga. I was I was saying this earlier too. In the manga, I believe they are physically female always. They just present as male when they're civilian. But in the anime, they're actually physically male right. and then turn physically female. Like there's an episode where you see like their bare chests and they're like males. So I think that makes it actually more complicated. And I don't think they talk <laughs> about the like the, that fact. They don't like they don't talk about it in no. any capacity, which is weird. No, they just go like, "Oh, you guys are the Starbucks, okay?" And that's kind of like the whole conversation yeah, about which it. Which is like, which I think gives credence to using they them pronouns as kind of being the easiest and safest option. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that's the correct one. So again, like. Uh, apologies to anyone if we do get this wrong, but please let us know. Please write in sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail or or hit us up on on Twitter at sailorbusiness. I know we've had uh, people not necessarily war- warning us is the wrong word, but they have been alerting us to this fact. And I do think it's really interesting that as each season of Sailor Moon has gone on, it has introduced uh, more and more characters who are gender nonconforming in completely different ways. <laughs> so. Uh, it has been like it's it's very interesting to look at this show that is in that respect like so forward thinking and and so progressive for the late nineties, but a lot of this terminology was not in you know common parlance, especially among like fans of of anime, you know, car- people who watch cartoons for a living, which did, I I don't think was a job that existed <laughs> in nineteen ninety seven. <laughs> But the terminology is kind of catching up with the show, and the show is kind of catching up with the terminology at the same time. So, again, let us know. Uh, otherwise, I think that's what we're going to do. Thumbs up on that? Yep, that sounds great. Yeah. Follow the show. Okay. Yes. Yeah, makes sense to me. I mean, I guess, so especially considering, now, I who did you get the Blu-rays of this yet, or no? I do actually have the Blu-rays. So you yeah. watched the dub? Yes. Yeah, I did as well. Okay, I see. I, I watched the the subs. Um, so I mean, again, the fact that the people making the show obviously would have had to wrestle with this as well, and that's what, what if the, whatever they came to, I guess, is the thing that we should probably go with. Yeah, which which is also why I am specifying that I've never seen these before. So if there is a if there is a reveal later on, like you know, there there was an episode where they called uh, Haruka a handsome boy? Question right. mark. And then obviously, <laughs> she's not. Right. But if that comes later, I'll, you know, I'll see it then. We'll talk about it on the show. I can adjust as we go forward, but I haven't seen it. Um, Deanna, you, you watched it. When was the last time you watched the whole season? Probably last year. Oh, wow. Okay. So it would be fresh so, yeah. in your mind. Yes. I do a, a rewatch every once in a nice. while. <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think you're going to be pretty okay with it. Okay. Jordan, I know you don't have a lot of memory of this season. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I have the broad strokes, but not the details for sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've only ever seen it once, and uh, it was also it was the first uh, season I ever watched in Japanese because when I re- watched the show before, I watched the dubs, um, and this there isn't there was no dub at the time of this. No, I think I think that's pretty good. I think you guys, I think you'd be okay, okay going that way forward. I don't think there's a big change or a big reveal that would affect how we're talking about them. Okay. And we have talked before about how uh, Japanese as a language has gender neutral pronouns that are in common usage, uh, which is why they were able to uh, make like Samus Aran was a reveal right. in, uh, in Metroid. And uh, 
Sifa Belnades was revealing Castlevania 3, which are my points of reference for using gender neutral pronouns. But uh, yeah, that is what we're going to do going forward. Does that mean they blew it in in the American versions? I, I think they just didn't. I mean, this would have been like an instruction manual, so I think they just didn't mention it. Okay. But I feel like in Castlevania, in Metroid, I know it was a, a reveal at the end. In Castlevania, I don't think it was. I think it's just like Sifa takes her cowl off at the end of the game and you're like yeah right <laughs> of course <laughs> <I fear. laughs> so yeah with that i think you want to go ahead and get into the episode i do oh and i was gonna save that since we did mention it i was gonna save this for the act break but uh listener uh so so sundere uh mm-hmm. did buy me the blu-ray set so oh. thank you so much uh and uh, i don't know if, if this was the reason but it's my birthday. <laughs> so thank you very much <laughs> Nice. <laughs> All right, here we go with uh, Sailor Moon, Sailor Stars. Uh, I don't even think I mentioned this at the top. But this is episode one hundred and seventy-three, and I do think it is. Uh, while we're kind of still on the subject of uh, the gender language in this issue or in this episode, uh, the Direct translation is a goodbye and an encounter, the destiny of flowing stars. The translation that Viz uses for the new dub yeah. is uh, farewells and encounters, the transitioning stars of destiny. Yeah. And like, I feel like there's definitely a reason they're using the word transitioning in there. Yeah. It, otherwise it would be a weird coincidence. Yes, it is a, it's a thing they've thought about clearly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but this episode was written by Ryota Yamaguchi, a familiar name to us. Uh, it was directed by Tsuguya Igarashi, and the animation director was Yoshihiro Kitano. It originally aired on May 11th, 1996. Uh, but if it had been brought over to America in the late 90s, obviously our pals at Deke or Cloverway oh, right, that. would have had to create a title for it. So before we get into the episode, Deanna, you have a title, I know. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little bit spoilery for people for the episode, but I would just call it Finished Fiance. Whoa! That's a good one. (laughs) It's like, yeah, sorry, mama. That's a good one. Finished Fiance is a very good one. Uh, Jordan, do you have one? I'm trying to think of something that uh, involves uh, the fact that there are so many new sailors. Um, That's where I went with mine. Oh, let's hear yours then. Mm-hmm. Mine is Sailor Scout Showdown. There you go. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> like I kept, I think there were. Is there already a name, an episode named "Hey There, Sailor"? <laughs> That's like I what I wanted so. to call it. Uh, a wild hair, <laughs> and you yelled at me. <laughs> well, if there isn't one called "Hey There, Sailor," I want there to be. But I, but so I would call it that. All right, so. Where are we open? Kick us off, Jordan. All right. Well, we start in a darkened hallway where three mysterious gentlemen with ridiculous ponytails <laughs> are walking towards a a, a sailor moon standards. They they all have short hair because it's only down to their backs. It's nowhere near as long as as rays or. Uh, I are you right about that? I feel like they have. I mean, you're, it's to the bottom of their backs. Not as long as Ray's. Okay, not as long as Ray's, because it doesn't cover their butts. You're right. 
I mean, like, by Sailor Moon standards, like, Ami has a buzz cut. It's longer than Jupiter's. And, I mean, listen, we're going to talk about their hair a lot. Uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, what would actually happen if they take it out of their ponytails? Because it seems like they have, like, short hair. Yeah. And then just one long rat tail it's, at the back of their head. They have mullets. They have giant, yeah, pop star mullets. ridiculous mullets. Yeah, they have fashion mullets. Okay, is that what they it's call them? Fashion mullets to go with their fashion suits. My uh, my wife suggested that uh, she was asking if their ponytails function like uh, like the Navi, where they can plug them into things and meld with them and stuff. That's the only time anyone has referenced Avatar ever in history. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're walking down a dark hallway and they're like, are we going to find her? And then they're like, yeah, of course we will. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, this is very much like every, is every season about someone looking for someone and we're not supposed to know who it is. And it's very obviously Sailor Moon. <laughs> Wait, wow. let's just double check. Has it ever not been Sailor Moon? Uh, the Moon Princess was Sailor Moon. Definitely. Let's see. What were they looking for in R? They were mostly looking for Chibi, I guess. Chibi was always looking for the um, for the silver crystal, and then the bad guys were looking for Chibi. Yeah, and the silver crystal, Sailor Moon has it. Yeah. Uh, in well, S. yeah, they're looking for the um, I guess yeah. Holy Grail. They're looking for the, the Holy Grail, yeah, who is Sailor Moon? The no, they're looking for the Messiah, who is Sailor Moon? Right, 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 right. Yeah, uh, it's all Sailor Moon. It's all it's a hundred percent of the time it's Sailor Moon. Wait, 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 aren't they looking for Chibi and Supers? Well, they're looking for a Pegasus that's inside Chibi, right? And I guess Chibi's Mini Moon goes. She's a Sailor Moon, <laughs> but there was some other thing about. Well, at any rate, yeah. Listen, you're you're yes, you're absolutely right. The fact is, they're like, are we going to find her? And it's like, oh, they mean Sailor Moon, like obviously. <laughs> Well, guys, yes. um, season five is the season that breaks the mold. <gasps> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Wait, is it? Is it not Sailor Moon? Because it let's find out in this episode. <laughs> it sure does seem like it's Sailor Moon. Well, let's let's keep watching. All right, exactly. So these are uh, these three characters are the three lights. Well, they we are, don't know that yet. Yeah, we see them on stage. Oh, right. It does. It does cut after the transit. After yes, the uh, after we get the title, uh, we get to the three back. lights performing on stage on their world tour, nineteen ninety six. Right, guys, guys. And that scene is that Molly? Is that Naru? It, the back of Naru's it head. It looks like the back of her head for sure. Did we get to see Molly one last time? That does look like Naru. Yeah, I think it's I her. Like that, Naru. I was like, yay. So that's all I wanted to say. I was like, no. <laughs> I, I was a little disappointed by this scene because I immediately thought we were going to hear their hit song and then we don't. And I was really bummed. Yeah, they have to build up the excitement. So when they finally perform it, you're like, yes. <laughs> I can't wait. I cannot because it's, wait. It's a masterpiece of 90s Japanese pop. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. So they are apparently wildly popular and they all have flowers, which is, uh, but, but not roses. Aren't they roses? They oh, wait, no, I guess, I yeah. guess, uh, who's that? That's Seiya has a, a red rose. I think they're all roses. But, well, a, a red rose like Tuxedo Mask has, oh. I guess I should say. Oh, yeah. yeah they, all, they all have different colors. A yellow rose, a uh, white, rose, white rose, and a red rose. Yeah, And a red rose. If only there was some kind of sign that red roses might be significant for the life of Sailor Moon, and she might be losing out on her source of red roses. 
Right. Who's taking care of the plants? Well, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get, get to it. it. So we cut to fruit parlor. Parlor. They fixed it. They fixed it. And the, the girls are talking about the three lights. Yes. They're reading a three lights magazine. Yeah, it's like the official official fan mag. Yeah, yeah. I'm not questioning it. Yeah. Um, and they are all swooning over different ones. Uh, Mina is in love with Seiya. Uh, he's the, the lead singer. He's got dark black hair. Uh, he's got that wild, dangerous air about him. He does. He very Which much I don't, does. I'm not sure how that is conveyed. <laughs> he does not look wild or dangerous, but okay. I don't know. He's got a, a crazy look in his eye. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Ray is into Yatem, uh, who has the unapproachable beauty. That's true. Now he's the. Which one is he? Very, he's, the... very, he's a Sephiroth type, if you know what I'm getting at. I don't. I don't know what that means. I know. He's got white hair. The listeners that means do. he has That's a fine. big sword. He has a big sword. That's what that means. <laughs> he's got white hair. Also, I do want to call your attention to Artemis's face during this scene. It's wonderful. Yes. He's so disappointed For... in them. When we first uh, go into this scene for a second, I thought Ami had uh, Luna stuffed down her shirt. <laughs> I mean, if you go look at it, like, uh, because the, the progress bar, I'm, I'm watching it on Hulu as we record, uh, and the progress bar was kind of covering up where you can see that Luna's sitting on Ami's lap. And so it's just like Luna's head kind of poking out of Ami's bow. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and I was like, I was like, oh, living Jordan's dream oh. of, of wearing a cat as accessories. Oh, okay. I thought you were. Oh, okay. I, thought, I thought you were going to do a completely different one with that, but no, okay. No, 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 no. Jordan dreaming about being in Ami's. That's what it sounded like. No, 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 no. no. I, Jordan always wants to wear a cat. Yes. 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 Very good. Cats as 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 clothing is adorable. I uh, yeah, none of my cats were ever. They never were like the type to be draped around your body. No, they 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 did not want to be held very much. All right, now here's how you know the three lights are ridiculously popular. Right, even Ami's into it. Yeah, they do a nice fake out where Ami yeah. goes, "Oh yeah, that's ridiculous that you're into what's his name, the middle one, Yatin. That's ridiculous being into Yatin." You're forgetting the intellectual and wonderful Taiki, <laughs> his refined maturity, his big ass forehead, the cool way he carries himself is say, so nice. Did you say big ass his, forehead? His big ass forehead. Did you see that? You can land a plane on that thing. It's like <laughs> it's a big. Forehead. I don't know. It's like Ami. No, no, you can do so much better. And I will say they. So they again. They all have ridiculous hair because okay, Seiya has very very short hair and then the giant ponytail. Yaten has. Maybe chin length hair and then a giant ponytail. Taiki probably has the most ridiculous hair because without the ponytail, he'd have a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> True. And then additionally, here's a ponytail. <laughs> look, it's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> look, and it's, the yellow, uh, oh, the yellow suit. Oh, it's, just... it's boy band up front, Sailor Scout in the back. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's probably although again, Ami doesn't have a ponytail, but all right. Yeah, it's like the intellectual um haircut, I guess. Apparently. Have to show off have to show off those brains. And honestly, they're all in love with all of them. Except Usagi, who is depressed. Yeah, they ask her, which oh. one do you who do you prefer? And she's like, Mamochan. Oh. Yeah. Why is she so depressed, Chris? Because Mamo's thesis uh was good enough his thesis on i guess horticulture right like is that what we decided I, he was majoring in yeah i guess do they do they uh, grow a lot of roses in r america r i guess r probably it's a big country jordan 
Sure. It's a very large country. Yes. No, I'm not. I'm not asking if we if roses <laughs> can be grown in the United States. I'm asking if if we're like a destination for roses. If you're like, Let's where see. are the best roses from? Well, United States. I don't know. Maybe it's about rose genetics and crossbreeding and something more sciencey like that. I don't know. The rose was designated the official flower and floral emblem of the United States of America in 1986. It grows oh, naturally throughout North America. Okay, so the answer is yes. Um, so he's yeah. going to go study the yellow roses, or Texas. Maybe, or maybe uh, Memory is getting a scholarship from the Democratic Socialists. No, he's going to go to the, study the yellow rose of Texas. S- solidarity with the workers. Memo Chan's finally, finally putting his money to good use. His dead parent money. His dead parent money. Uh, so he has told Usagi, he has asked her to a bridge, which is where you need to have these dramatic conversations. Moon is bridge. We need drama. We need a conversation. We need a bridge. Well, it was either that or an elevator. <laughs> That's right. That's where they have all their conversations. Uh, he says he's going to be gone for a year, maybe longer. And Usagi is like very like, hey, it's just a year. I'll be fine. I'll miss you. But I'll always love you. Also, we know canonically for a fact in the future we will be married and have a weird 900 year old child uh so well not and, it. but, uh, but she she's not sad. here anymore so we don't know if she started blinking in pink That's yeah true. and i actually really like this because she does mention uh I, I think it's a little bit later in the episode she's like man first uh first chibi goes back to the future now memory is going to america boy there are a lot of cast changes in this show <laughs> i think the girls mention it they're like oh what a terrible time for that to happen to her yeah no, but I do love I do love how like like mature she's being about it here. Like it was a little surprising because usually she'd be like, nah, rah, rah, rah. yeah. But she's being sad, but she's like, oh no, it's his dream. I'll support him. And that's the Usagi I love. Although I will say, shouldn't they be? Shouldn't this be like a an an army situation? Shouldn't they be like, stop your fucking dreaming? You have tuxedo mask business. Like obviously yeah, you're. But that was. That was when they were in middle school. Now they're in high school, okay? Like, they know better. Yeah. Do they have tuxedo mask business, though? Like, yeah. He's... Okay. So, you're, so, so let, me, let, me, let me think about it. So, so what's happening is they're sitting there going, in the future, you're going to be a, a layabout king. You're going to want to know about roses. Like, that's all you're going to want to do. Yeah. We know that he does rose stuff in the future. Does he? Yeah. Because Endymion has roses. In the future? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Does he wear like a lavender rose? Probably. Uh, or am I completely getting redesigning his costume so it makes no, more sense listen, in my own head? He he might, but I, I, he's also the king of the world, so like he could have just been like, "Get me a lavender rose." <laughs> I mean, that's true. But I guess he did it himself in his free time because she's like, "Why don't you go busy yourself with some flowers?" <laughs> well, the other thing too is, guys, remember, without um, Amy or Ami, they cannot do sailor teleport. But well, without the mask, it's like whatever. Oh, we were informed, by the way. Uh, a, oh. a listener wrote in to inform us that in the manga, they can in fact just straight up fly. Yes, they do fly well, around. Well, they can't in the anime. Mm, they do frequently, but okay. Not frequently, infrequently, they do. <laughs> and also, they could do sailor teleport without Ami as long as they have a quorum. <laughs> They have to have a different scout. And apparently, spoilers, there's a lot of scouts around. Buddy. (laughs) The place is lousy with them. So this is great. This is drama. This is uh, emotional drama. And I love it. Um, Usagi is very concerned about this because not just because, of course, she's sad. 
but she doesn't want to ruin this for Mamo because it's important to him. And so she says, I need to see him off with a smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very sweet. Absolutely. So she so then she goes to the airport and they do a lot. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Other oh, thing okay. happens first, which is uh, an important scene with uh, with Luna, where Luna comes by and goes, hi, remember me? I know I haven't been in it that much. <laughs> Since your daughter replaced me, I guess. Remember the first episode when I was around all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and she literally does the kind of classic, uh, the kind of classic people talking about Yusagi. You remember when we met and you sucked? Well, <laughs> you don't suck that bad now, and I'm really proud of you. <laughs> yep, pretty much. It's like remember how annoying you were. <laughs> remember what I hated you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like that, though, because it is like it's it's cute. It's cute. Well, like we said, like there has been like a progression of Usagi's character. And I really like that it's kind of come back around this point where mm-hmm. uh, she's like, no, I have to be strong and not be a crybaby about memory going. And like someone has to step in and remind her like, no, it's OK to be sad when your mm-hmm. boyfriend goes away for a year. Like that's, you know, like. Like, remember Andrew? Andrew was sad when this literal exact thing happened to him. So Yes, this literal exact thing. And you, and you tried to steal him away from his girlfriend. <laughs> and she was falling away. So maybe that's what she's thinking of. It's like, darn it. <laughs> it's karma. Well, that could never happen. Nothing like that could happen on this show. <laughs> so now they go to the airport. Yeah, Asagi so goes to the airport and she starts crying. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying to send you off with a smile. Uh, and then Memory gets out. I, I thought we were going to get a a proposal. Uh, it is. I mean, you kind of do. You kind of do. Yeah, but you know, Mamo's lame, and that's like the best he can muster. You think he's going to go down on his knees yeah, and he, wrinkle he, his He like black. drops to his knee, but he's like putting down his suitcase. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's but not uh, super thoughtful. Again, though, she is 16, right? Fifteen? Sixteen? Sixteen. Well, this is no, this is still May, so she's fifteen. Okay. Wow. So almost sixteen. So this is him going this is like a I promise to be engaged to you. It's a it's a pre engagement. Promise ring. It's a promise ring. True love waits. But he puts it on she's, she's gonna sign her virginity pledge. Well and, oh. I mean I think didn't we it's too late, I think, but it's on her wedding ringer ring finger. Your wedding ringer. Yeah. Wedding ringer. <laughs> wedding ringer. No, I do believe it's supposed to be an engagement ring, but it's safe for Mamo because he's like, I'll give her this. I'll be gone for a year and a half. I don't have to hear about it. And then when I'll come back, she'll be closer to legal and it'll be all good. And I mean, so. it's not a diamond, but we'll, be, we'll, we'll say that. It's a heart. It looks like he got it out of a gumball machine. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks like a cat backflipped and then there it was. It's very Usagi. He knows what she likes. Yeah, she likes pink jewelry. The, the other thing about this scene that I want to talk about is that he's there. He's there like, well, all right, I guess I'm going to go. And then she shows up. She's like, hey. And he's like, oh, good. And I was kind of like, did they not make plans to say goodbye at all? He, he was carrying this oh, uh, wedding ring in his pocket uh, just in case. <laughs> he does say, I thought you wouldn't be here because of school. Right. So he wasn't expecting her. Right. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he had another girlfriend he was gonna propose to, and she showed up. I was like, "Damn it!" He was like, first woman I see is getting getting a ring." <laughs> Thank God it was Usagi. Um, yeah, so uh, so she gets this ring, 
and uh, we cut to, back to the parlor. No, oh, first no, of all, no. they kissed for uncomfortably no, 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 long. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Well, we don't cut back to the parlor. We get because uh, we, we get a lot of stuff before we cut away from this. Oh, do we? Okay, let's hear mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we get the the three lights arrive. Oh, right! Tokyo. I forgot about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and walk past, and then uh, there is a twin woman. <laughs> they walk past uh, Usagi and Memru through their throng of adoring girls, and uh, we get like that little like when someone walks past somebody and they like do the little <gasps> like little oh. freeze frame thing. Yep. Then they spark- with blinding light, Seiya and and Usagi. Are Usagi? Does she look at him or does he just look at her? He looks at. Her. She looks at him. But she looks at him like like she looks over her shoulder, kind of being like, "Oh, who's this?" And uh, he goes, "Oh my god!" And then we yeah. get uh, we, we don't get a watercolor here though, so I they're like not blinding so they're light, not that attractive. We get blinding light. We get blinding light. But we don't get the Ooh. oh yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. Uh, and then we get uh, someone who oh, right. is obviously our villain, who I don't know who this is. <laughs> well, I I will tell you. You have experienced this character in the sense yeah. that this is the voice that you've been hearing all season. Okay. The voice that woke up on the Hellenia. Yeah, this is the voice that was like taunting her, going like, are you going to take that shit? Okay, all right. Just wanted to let you know. And she wants to conquer the Milky Way by oh, raising yes. the star seeds. So, you know, standard Sailor Moon plot. Yep, no MacGuffin. <laughs> Some people have something inside them that's going to turn them into monsters. It's whatever. Uh, and Memoru gets... <laughs> Does the plane explode? Yeah, well, so a light flies into the plane. He's sitting there gazing lovingly at a picture of his family, meaning Yusagi and Chibi. And a blinding light flies right into the plane at him. And then blinding light streams out of the plane in all directions. And then we cut to the three lights going, oop, another star seed's out. Yep, they felt a disturbance in the force. Yep. Broke the guitar string. A, an entire plane's worth of people uh, ca- cried out, and then were silenced. It definitely looks like Memoru's plane explodes, and that's that's a series wrap on Memoru. <laughs> Memoru has exploded. We will have to see. I mean, like you said, we know he marries her in the future, so I don't know how that could possibly work. Let's have let's yeah. watch and find out. Well, and that uh, leads us right into our. That's the act. Oh my god. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since we've done this show. It has. It's very true. It's been like, it's probably been like, a, it's, has it been over a month? I feel I like it might, might it's, be. It's been either a month or over a month. I, I, I'm not 100% sure when this episode's going to go up. So people might not remember uh, how, this how works. they can help support the show. Yeah. I know I don't. Oh, wait. Oh, I've got it. relying on you to I've tell got them. It. I just remembered. Okay. Um, what it is, is uh, we have a site. Well, we don't have a site, but there is a site called Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash sailor business, you can there sign up and pledge to be one of our patrons for as little as a dollar a month, which absolutely helps us make this show. For a dollar a month, you are a great supporter, and we love you. For $5 a month, you get also get access to behind-the-scenes audio every once in a while when there's a good compilation of them. Uh, for $15 a month, you can get a free enamel pin of uh, uh, one of the two not, that we've got. It's not free. You are giving us $15 a month. Well, the pin is free. Our patronage is $15 a month. Okay. You get a pin. You're not buying a pin. Is the upshot. Yeah, here. but you get it. 
uh, we have two currently. We have the uh, the tennis ball Sailor Moon pin, and we have the Actsari Luna pin. Both designed by Katie Donnelly, who is fantastic. So cool. They're Former amazing. guest of they the show. I have them both. I have them both. I recommend them. They are the coolest things ever. And I think it's is it is it about time to start working on the third one? I can't, I feel like I don't I don't know if we're going to do it. Like, look, I don't know who decided that we we're going to do a new pin every year. Uh, Did we decide that? Yeah. Well, obviously not every year because it's been a lot of years. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do like, I mean, we we could always add a third pin for uh, support. I mean, you've already got it designed. We we do have the the Xena pin designed. Yeah. But if you like, if if you have any ideas on pins that you would like to see here at, at uh, Business Industries, Silver <laughs> uh, Business and Xena Warrior Business, let us know. Yeah. But yes, you can go to Patreon and kick in a little bit of money, just like these fine folks. Uh, two cat, two curious. Thank you, two cat. Is that the uh, is that the pin level? Nice. Uh, Sailor Mouth, which I think is maybe a character in this season. <laughs> Thank you, Sailor Mouth. <laughs> uh this might be my favorite patreon name in a while edison versus lubin 1903 um okay thank you edison, edison v lubin 1903 so, <laughs> much appreciated a court case from 116 years ago is now uh supporting us on patreon that's terrific uh tracy shepherd fantastic artist tracy shepherd oh thank you tracy listening. yeah uh brendan is a backer thank you brendan and lisa hoffman much appreciated, Lisa. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for uh, your support here on the show. And uh, we are going to be back with some chibi sodes soon. And again, if you have, you are the patrons, and even if you are just a listener, but I think we would give preferential treatment to the patrons on this one. If you have a suggestion for a chibi sode uh, idea that you'd like to hear us talk about, uh, I I would be happy to take them. Have we ranked the villains? I think we ought to rank them. I think we might have. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. If we haven't, we should. It'd be nice if we knew what we did on our own show. Yeah, it would be nice. I don't know. But who knows? No no, no one can say. There's no way to find out. No way. What, are we going to listen to the old episodes? Get out of here. Yeah. I was here for all of them. (laughs) No. You were not. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was here for most yeah, of them. The large bulk, yes. So I have two things we could talk about really briefly in the... uh, in the break before we get back because they're about sure. they're relevant to the episode but not necessarily specific scenes in the episode first of all is as much as i love the show and i and again i love this episode i'm so excited that we're back to the style of sailor moon that i love you know not having chibi around but also the, the the feel of it as well i think it's really funny and ridiculous that this show never i don't want to say never because like i said that that villain did talk earlier in the season but they almost never engage in uh any foreshadowing even when it would have been really easy in this episode we are establishing the three lights are super famous why why don't why don't you just mention them why don't you just mention them in the in the bunch even even if you want to say well we didn't know until this season yeah but you did all those episodes earlier in the season (laughs) why not just bring them up in much the same way that back when we were like rewriting the earlier seasons i was like yeah just put alan and ann in earlier before you find out they're bad guys. And it was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would require uh, people to pay attention. Jordan <laughs> is the thing. It would be so much cooler, though. It would be so much cooler. Like, if we, again, spoiler for the fact that a song exists, if we were to hear their song earlier, that would, like, before we know they're relevant to anything, that would have been so cool. But whatever. Uh, 
Um, the other thing is, t- tell me your thoughts on this. Why do you, you, you mentioned Starseeds being the new MacGuffin. Do we need a new MacGuffin every time? Like, is there a, is there a benefit to it being a different mass, mystical who's what's it that comes out of people every episode, every season? Or would it have been better to just go, no, it's all, they're all after the same thing. I don't know. I mean, they need a reason for the people to turn into monsters, and they think we might get too bored if it's the same thing over and over. I I don't know. We need the monster of the week, so now we're taking people's seed. (laughs) (laughs) They're coming for your seed. (laughs) In my head, I feel like the the best way to go about this would be to just like like maybe there's just some Yoma just living in Tokyo now. Like, because, you know, like, they used to have a job, then Queen Beryl got vaporized by the power of friendship, and now there's just, like, you know, a neighborhood full of, well, I don't know, ironing board people. In that specific (laughs) case, didn't all those Yoma all live in the Arctic? They did live at at Point D, yes, Yes, that is true. (laughs) So, at at best, they're, like, in Alaska. Yeah. There's, There's, like, a northern exposure type uh, show about all the Yoma moving to Alaska. That's a hot reference for the kids. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I understand that you can see Point D from Alaska. <laughs> How's that reference? You like that one? <laughs> wow. you know, it's a fresher reference than Northern Exposure, so I've got that going for it. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I really wish the show was a little more thought out. Because, like, Again, there's so much filler in this show. Like, even in this season, the fight against Nehalenia did not need to last six episodes. And I enjoyed those episodes, but I'm, you know, even I will agree with that. Yeah. I, I... They're trying to meet a quota. Like, you can tell. <laughs> so it's like, a. At I least mean, even. Here, at least, is a little bit more fun. Like, I love the bad guys. Like, these are my favorite bad guys. Like, the sailors, the evil sailors are my favorite. Um, and they, if you like um, evil guys that just do it because it's a job, then you're really going to like later on, Let Crow and Aluminum Siren. So, like, I like that. I can that. only assume you're making those names up. No, but they're <laughs> Sailor Let Crow and Sailor Aluminum Siren. <laughs> and they have a pretty cool relationship. So it's kind of nice to have time to explore all that. But it does get a little repetitive, especially when you're, like, binging it. It gets to a point when you're like, OMG, I get it. <laughs> I mean, because, like, yeah, even with the Nehalenia stuff taken out of the season, uh, and I don't mean taken out, I mean, as in behind us, uh, it's still, we still have 28 episodes of this plot, which is longer than an American season. It's longer than an American season back when American seasons were long. It's longer alone. than, like, a season of Star Trek. Right, right, right. Let alone, like, nowadays when everything is, like, 10 to 13 episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, I think you're right. I can't, like... I have some things to talk about with these evil sailor scouts, so I think we should get back into it. Okay, let's do it. Just a reminder. Just a reminder. Thank you. Just a reminder. Thank you. Me me and Deanna. And also, I know exactly when Jordan's is, and he doesn't know when mine is. It's fine. I know now for the next like day. <laughs> exactly. Next next month you'll be like, what was that again? Don't know. <laughs> um, Not important out of my head. <laughs> so now we cut to the parlor. 
where the scouts are immediately aware of what happened with this ring situation. Um, and we find out that Usagi is a little clueless. She has no idea. This is the only girl that can get accidentally engaged and have no idea what happened. Yeah, they are all like, it's on your left ring finger. That means, and they're like, what? 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 Or she's like, what does it mean? What? What? What does it mean? Uh, now, I will say, I kind of feel like, oh, are you guys shocked that they're going to get married when you've met them in the future married and their daughter? Yeah, but it's happening yeah. right in front of them. Well, like, those people were different people. Like, you know that it's them, but it's different people. <laughs> they look slightly different. But now it's like actual crybaby Usagi <laughs> with a ring. That's pretty shocking. <laughs> I mean, she is only 15. Yeah. Ugh. Let's stop talking about that. <laughs> they're, they're, Ray's pissed off that, that Usagi doesn't understand she's engaged. <laughs> and Usagi's response is, I'm prettier than you. <laughs> that has not changed. <laughs> I like that they go, like, even a cat understands. And Luna's like, I'm a girl too. <laughs> to get married she's fallen in love with a human before that's true that's true and a cat so (laughs) no she settled for a cat yeah she Mm. did oh we got a uh uh i was gonna say this when we were reading emails but we did get a picture from our uh german friends uh who do the uh german sailor moon podcast uh who went to a convention Mm-hmm. And they were there with, uh, they met up with another person, and apparently three people constitutes 75% of the German language Sailor Moon podcasting community. Oh. Uh, and she was wearing a Rhett Butler hoodie. Whoa, what? Which is amazing. Did you say, but did she, did she make it or did she buy it somewhere? I don't know. I would like to know. Okay. Because, you know, maybe I'll get Jordan a present for his birthday in December. Oh. <laughs> Me too. That's the cutest thing. You can have your cat and be a cat and be adorable. Yeah. I would be a little, a big, I mean, listen, if I was a cat, I'd be a Rip Butler, I'm sure. <laughs> Agreed. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Chris, that means you have to be Artemis. Sorry. Mm, no, I would be <laughs> Zoocyte in that episode. Zoocyte, not a cat. You'll get covered in rats. Wearing a mech made of rats. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I wonder if anybody's cosplayed Rat Covers Hoyside. Uh please, sailorvisitspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up if you have cosplayed as mech rat mech zoocyte. And if you haven't, get on it. Please do or it. Any zoocyte really. I fucking love zoocyte. But if you just get like a bunch of tribbles and just like glue them <laughs> to yourself, <laughs> that would uh, yeah. Please yeah. send us your group cosplay of that one specific episode of Sailor Moon. <laughs> that yep. Sailor Moon is barely in. I love it. <laughs> Red Butler know. and Rat Cover Suicide. Well, there's there's Red Butler, there's Luna, there's Zoocyte, and there's uh, Horny Sailor Jupiter oh. staring up on me's skirt. Yeah. That's another oh. find a Find yeah. a little, uh, a very small alleyway and jam a Mercury yeah. and a Jupiter in there. Sure. Yeah. Make sure to do a panty shot and then we'll be happy. <laughs> uh, so the three lights are shooting their new video. No. Movie. Yes. The movie. Yes. I love the uh the the girls bouncing like popping up like whack-a-moles behind the crowd. It's very cute. And like you said, really ter- t- 
twirl when she gets caught, when she just twirls and turns away yep. and is the cutest thing. And it's so nice to see like a horny Ami. Because like <laughs> she's usually not. That's and true. it's just to see her like, ooh, I want them. It is very cute. Did did you guys catch the name of this show that they're filming? Yes. I saw that it was in your notes. It was in my notes too, because yeah. it's ridiculous. <laughs> It is called the Z file of Young Holmes. Yep. <laughs> Great, honestly. I want someone to write us that fanfic of what the Z file of Young Holmes is. About anything. Do you think it's well, is it Sherlock Holmes? Is that the Young Holmes? I think I, so. It's a young Sherlock Holmes, like not doing the X Files, but the files right after it. <laughs> so two after. Have, like, yes, they yeah, they have like the X-Files monsters, but to right of center. I don't know. And who's playing Young Holmes? Is is Saya Young Holmes? I feel like I assumed Saya was Young Holmes. Okay. He's not even in the in the filming, though. He's, like, sleeping in the back. Well, he's because he's the star, so... Okay. <laughs> um, I, I'm just, again, now I'm just trying to imagine a, a, a Sherlock, a young Sherlock Holmes story where he looks like Saya and it's ridiculous. Where he looks like Saya and he's investigating like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> Just going in the woods, yelling and screaming with uh, night vision cameras. I also want to do a little bit of a fashion corner with their looks for this uh, TV show because I have no idea what Taiki's wearing. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was gonna say if you're like if you're going, hey, what what vehicle can we get for our three three man boy group? Um, oh, Sherlock three Holmes. man boy group. That's what it's called. <laughs> well, yeah, it's yeah because you got Holmes, Watson, and Lestrade. Oh, so one of the members has to be the dipshit. I'm gonna play the dipshit. <laughs> yeah, it's like this podcast. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's three. I might be the. Shit. No, you're you're no, no, you're watching. Jordan. No, worry. no. I, I explicitly stated it. it's Jordan. No, <laughs> incorrect. Um, oh, besides, with this mustache, else. I'm Watson. Obviously, go ahead. Oh, that's true. But something else. Did you guys realize that Taiki Yaten and Seya? That's those are not their first names. Those are their last names. No. Yes, their first names is Ko. All three of them have the exact same first name. K O. No, it's K O U. K O U. Wow. Yeah. Hang on. I'm opening up the Sailor Moon role-playing game yeah. resource book from Guardians of Order. And that that co means light, and that's why they're the three lights. Oh, because oh. all three have the same first name. So wait, so basically, like, if this was an American group, they'd be like the three mics. <laughs> yes! It would be three people named Mike with different lessons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Koteiki, Koseo, and, uh, and Ko... Yaten. Yaten, yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was... And for no reason, really. They don't explain it. Uh, Taiki is enormous. He's so tall. Would you like to know how tall? Uh, <laughs> yes, I do. I want to know, yes. How how much taller do you think he is than Sailor Moon? Than Sailor Moon? I don't know. He looks like he's a mm -hmm. foot taller than Yaten. He, he's the tallest of them by by far, according to the book. Is he two feet taller than Sailor Moon? Uh, he is. I'm, I'm making sure. I, Sailor Moon's five even or uh -huh. four eleven. Oh, good question. Let's see. I uh, she was under five. Let's see. Sailor Moon is four foot eleven. Yeah. So Taiki is 
13 inches taller than Sailor Moon. <laughs> Taiki is 6'2". Wait, so is Yaten really short? Uh, Yaten, I believe, is 5'5". Five five. Oh! he Again, they look so thin and tall that I, I did not know I was taller than Yaten. Uh, yeah, um, again, I'm, I'm getting out the book so that I can look all this up. Uh, flip, 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 flip. Uh, so yeah, he's the same height as Tuxedo Mask, actually. Darian is uh, 6'2". Memoru is 6'2", according oh. to the book. And what about Seiya? Seiya is... Let's short. see, so Pluto, Sailor Saturn, here we go, Sailor Starlights. Uh, Seiya is 5'5". Five five. What? Uh, Taiki is 6'2", and Yaten is 5'0". Five 5'0". Oh, five oh. I had that I had that backwards. What? Okay, so Yaten is is quite short. Yes. He's only an inch taller than Usagi? Yeah. That's well, that, again, that's what I was saying it because there's a there's a shot on the set of of uh, Yaten and Taiki standing next to each other, and Taiki looks a foot taller than Yaten, which yeah, apparently Taiki, he is. Correct, and he's also wearing some sort of giant shapeless smock with <laughs> yellow pants, which makes Sailor Star Maker the tallest Sailor Scout by far. Yeah, uh, because the the runner up here would be uh, Haruka, uh, who is five foot eight. Wow. Yeah. He... Yeah. Even taller than uh than Setsuna, who who I think looks taller. Yeah. But that might be just because she's dressed like an adult every time she shows up. It might be her ponytail. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, the big bun on top of her head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, shortest uh Sailor Scout is Saturn at three nine. <gasps> Wait, no. Oh like present or like baby one? Chibi Moon is shorter uh... than Saturn. Is she? Yes. Well, no, no, in S, Chibi was shorter than Saturn, but I think now that Saturn was a baby and grew oh. up, she's not taller than Chibi anymore. Well, that's... Uh, yeah. Because time. Does this, game not have, does this game have stats for those Sailor Starlights and not Chibi? Yay! <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> hey, speaking of buns, uh, Sailor Moon touches a lot of them in the scene. Speaking of buns... Uh, because the scouts basically just are like we're, they're tired of jumping up and down behind this ah, crowd. Ah, yeah. Jordan, you will appreciate this. Let's hear it. Chibiusa is included in the uh, Guardians of Order role playing game book with the villains. Oh. <laughs> Accurate. I think uh, she is between she's between Prince Diamond and Wicked Lady. Oh, I guess obviously yeah. she's grouped with Wicked Lady. I mean, I guess that just means they want her to be an NPC, but still. Yeah. Um, so all the scouts uh, start weaseling. They get down like they crouch down like on their knees and like weasel their way through the crowd. Except Yusagi's unable to do it, and ends up she does. It looks like she touches a lot of butts. Um, it's very She's weird. Cupping, cupping some butts. <laughs> she She's is like going in there. No one reacts. No. Nope. Oh my god! See, perfect cup, two cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really looks like that. Yeah. So uh, our favorite scouts are not the only ones watching uh, all this go down. Uh, there is also some other weirdo what? here in a tree, in a tree, dressed as a uh, gangster. Yep, like a forties style, thirties, yeah. or, or I don't even know when the gangsters were in a uh, pinstripe suit with a fedora and and mysterious glasses. Yeah, blue and evil glasses, and. <laughs> She is talking about how uh, they, they've attracted so many humans. 
Oh, interesting. That's good to remember, actually. I mean, if you have glowing eyes and you're up a tree, I'm going to say you're probably not human. It's not really a reveal that she's not. <laughs> so Usagi is is like given up Usagi's on trying to get to in. commit some light trespassing. Right. She sees that there's like a little uh, uh, the, the like place where all the, the, the trailers are. And it says, do not go this way. And she's like, I'm going to go that way. But before she can, somebody goes, you're not allowed to go there. And it's the biggest star of the film telling her not to go into his private area. And she has no idea who that is. She does not know him at all. She was too busy. She was too busy, uh, you know, being upset about uh, a mammo to to, to fall in love with these guys. So she's actually sitting there going like, oh, maybe I'll meet the the female lead of this uh, because she's cool. So he says, I'm not as famous as I thought. And uh, so he goes, save it. <laughs> you I should have know I have, I have a boyfriend to whom I've promised my future in a very literal sense. Yeah, yeah. He, he recognizes her from the airport, by the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From that walk brush past. Yeah, it's hard to forget that hairstyle, though. Ah, is that true? I mean, again, I feel like I've been through a lot of airports and I've seen plenty of attractive looking people there. And I don't think I'd remember a single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah but if you saw giant blonde pigtails with two balls right on top of it i'm gonna be like i remember that girl oh and speaking of yeah. her telling off uh say about having a boyfriend i love the look on luna's face while she does it luna is like back off buster is that what do you think luna, like i think luna looks exhausted <laughs> oh i thought she was going like fuck this guy but i, I maybe i was mistaken no i i feel like i feel like luna's like Ugh. <laughs> why <laughs> this is my lot in life <laughs> like i thought you were matured <laughs> so then Seiya uh, walks away and starts uh, going into the restricted area and she's like that place is restricted and he's like yeah i work with them he says funnily i i'm i'm playing homes investigating the z files <laughs> Young Holmes, let's get real. Young Holmes in his bright yeah. orange, you know Sherlock Holmes' bright orange, orange suit. That <laughs> he's famous. Yeah. Um, and then he calls her Bunhead. He calls her Bunhead, and she's and only like, Mamo can say that." And and yeah, that is a good point, Usagi. They they are they are recreating the classic season one Mamo Usagi relationship uh, vibe with this scene uh, aren't they oh yes they are could there be a triangle coming well no because he's dead right so it could be a, yeah, he a triangle with a corpse <laughs> r.i.p r.i.p memory i guess, I guess to be fair that's like you know cyclops emma frost and and gene for most of that their existence as a triangle she was dead so there you go are they gonna make out make out on top of mamo's grave <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I don't know if I could take that in my young heart. <laughs> all right. So while all this is going on, uh, the lead actress, did you catch her name? Alice. Alice. Alice, it's uh, too- Alice is being menaced by the gangster girl uh, who wants her crystal of life, her starseed. And then she rips off her disguise. And this... Who is this? It's Sailor Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse. Uh huh. Aren't you excited to meet her? I mean, look. Yeah. Oh wait. Sure. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. Before we get to her reveal, I just want to point out that her sunglasses. She's wearing different sunglasses now. 
<laughs> she was like, those sunglasses were good for sitting in a tree and watching from afar, but these are my confronting someone and looking over the brim of my sunglasses, sunglasses. Like, these are her menacing sunglasses, <laughs> not her lurking sunglasses, okay? Right, right, right. <laughs> the lurking sunglasses are polarized. <laughs> sure, yes, yes. Because you need to protect your eyes from those harmful UV rays. You never know how long you're going to be lurking. Exactly. The menacing have to have the half moon so you can look over them and look very intimidating. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to her announcing her name in a second, but uh, she takes uh, Alice's starseed, which is a, like, I really like the way it's represented. She has like a little uh, flower blossom on top of her head and then a crystal comes out. So it's very Sailor yeah. Moon. It's the most Sailor Moon a thing can be. Oh, uh, by the way, I did, uh, someone sent us a link to you can buy the mirrors that come out of people's chests. Oh. Can you shove your head into it and see your own dreams presumably not but they did recreate it pretty exactly and it was nice anyway uh well don't you want to talk about what sailor iron mouse looks like oh well i wanted to get to sailor moon confronting her okay all right so sailor moon transforms we get moon eternal makeup uh which i really new animation uh is this a new animation yep yep i i thought it was because i didn't remember it i really like it they're they're really doubling down on the feathers and the wings <laughs> yeah i when she like she has like okay so we get like a really cool like watercolory background and hexagons you know moon stuff <laughs> and then uh we see usagi with uh angel wings wrapped around her and then the wings kind of unfurl and feathers come out and she's and we get the you know you know what Sailor Moon's transformation looks like at this point stuff wraps around her and becomes gloves and and such this is a good looking transformation i think it looks fucking awesome yeah yeah i am all for the angel imagery of of sailor moon having wings now and, and by the way the, she doesn't have butt wings anymore they got rid of them yeah, she does um they come out of her, well when she's transforming oh, she does at the end normal but at the end they're her bow so they're butt wings because it's her bow it's wings right now, her butt bow I meant like yeah when 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 she actually has angel wings and she's swirling around and transforming she doesn't have them but you're right at the end she has the four wings which is weird she gets her her weird butterfly seraphim wings at the end but you're and and you're right she has the wings on her chest instead of the bow as well like so clearly they've just replaced all the bows with wings I have a question which is weird if she could fly with those wings would she just be like bent at the waist and just flying like butt first (laughs) and like just look down. Like if you like, as if you like picked her up by the waist, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so like her, her 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 legs and her body would all be bent down towards the ground. It would be ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's what I thought. I'm like that doesn't look very aerodynamic. So Sailor Moon Heard of her. says, uh, "Who are you?" And Sailor Iron Mouse says, "I'm Sailor Iron Mouse." And Sailor Moon goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and Luna goes, "Excuse me." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because this name makes no sense. No, we should say Sailor Iron Mouse. You want to talk about what she looks like? Yeah, yeah, She yeah, got yeah. mouse ears. She does have mouse ears on top of her head. And she says "choo," which is Japanese onomatopoeia for what a mouse says. So she just goes "choo, choo, choo." That's kind of mouse. Yeah, like "choo, choo rocket." Yeah. So I love her. She's so cute. Her her costume is super weird because again, <laughs> sorry, I they, they these are our sailors. Uh, but they all don't wear sailor uniforms anymore. They all wear like weird lingerie now. <laughs> I mean, you could yeah. say that this original sailors is just sailor style lingerie. 
Right, so, but they're called sailors, so you'd think that the, the part that's important to keep is the sailor part, not well, the lingerie part. Collar. It's a sailor collar on, maybe? That's just, that's just the one thing that makes it a sailor uniform. I, does she? Let me, let me look at this again. Yeah. I like guess a, kind of. A little it's furry, though. Thing. Well, she's a mouse. She has a... <laughs> I guess her sleeves are furry. Yeah, lots of puffy uh, furry... She's, she's wearing earmuffs. Yep. <laughs> Well, are, are they earmuffs? Because her ears are on top of her head. Oh, well, they're, they're covering up where her human ears would be for sure. Yeah. Maybe she wears them because she doesn't have ears, and she's like, "That's weird looking. Let me cover this up." <laughs> Let me put poofs in there instead. <sighs> and then she pulls a Doctor Who gets into well, it's not really <laughs> boxes, a telephone well, box. First, she gives like, us. She, she also okay. gives us some backstory for not backstory, some uh, exposition. Yeah. Yes. Because the the star seed drains, and she's like, "Oh, that was a shitty star seed. This lady had uh, it's already drained." Well, I guess she's going to turn into a monster, or as they call them, phages. And yeah, as- these are phages, which means uh, things that eat. <laughs> oh, okay, good call. Yeah. Um, and so, you, you, yeah, Sailor like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, man, sorry. Like, she's going to turn into a monster. That's how it goes. Like, nothing you can do. Bye. <laughs> Peace out." <laughs> And she gets into her TARDIS, absolutely. So here's here's my thing. This season, okay, do we ever get a reason for why these uh, weird-named Sailor Scouts have weird names? Like Sailor Iron Mouse? I mean, we find out why they're sailors, but... Yeah, you'll see, kind of. really okay. why they have weird names. <laughs> Up to this point of the show, all the Sailor Scouts have been named after planets. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, and, and, and Heavenly Pluto. Bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Moon, and dwarf yeah. planets. <laughs> yeah, Sailor Moon, Sailor Pluto, Sailor Mercury. You you've heard of them, I'm sure. Yes. The season is called Sailor Stars. Uh huh. Yes. Why aren't all the new sailors named after stars? Great. Question. Would that not make sense? You know what? That's a good question. Let but but let's not. Let's just make sure that they aren't. <laughs> Um, only in the sense that, uh, like, Iron Mouse is a ridiculous phrase, but also I wouldn't be 100% shocked to hear that there was some asteroid named <laughs> Iron Mouse or some shit. Well, I believe all these sailors are from outside the galaxy, and they are... I'm, I'm sorry? They're from outside this galaxy, so there's planets that are different, that are not necessarily follow our naming conventions. Um... I don't know if this is a spoiler, but there is one that comes from Luna and Artemis' planet. Oh. And it's their sailor. And that's Sailor Tinianko. And she is my, my, my. cat-like. So, yes, there is, there's a reason why they call that, but not very clearly explained. Because I think Naoko Takeuchi just liked funny-sounding things. She's very poetic. So... But yeah, I love Tinianko, and yes, she comes from Planet Mao, which is where um, Luna and Artemis are from. Hooray. I mean, I kind of love that they're Sailor Iron Mouse and such, but also, we've had this five years of this naming convention. <laughs> Explain yourself. Yeah, it's like well, Metal Animal. Sailor Metal Animal. That's what we're doing. Right. There's more to learn. There's more to learn, but I don't know if it's going to be perfectly clear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so she just, yeah, like I said, le- le- like, like, like Deanna said, she gets into her TARDIS and Doctor Who's away. Yep. Bye. Yes. And she says, bye bee. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Alice has turned into 
like a karaoke monster? Woody, Woody. She's a singer. A singer? Yeah, well, I yeah. actually looked this up before because I was curious because it seemed very on the nose. And she keeps saying Woody, Woody. And apparently Woody, Woody is, of course, it's kind of punish. Um, it means um, it's a, spe- a species of Japanese yellowtail. So that's why she's fishy. And Woody, Woody also is something that you say when you're being like obnoxiously cute. Oh. And like childish. So I guess it's like a cute fish that sings. I don't know. Um, and she, oh, she, okay. I just noticed that her, her bra is two fishes kissing. Yes. And she also has. Oh, it's like, fish. it's like Superman's logo. <laughs> no, because they're actually kissing on the lips. Yes. And also it's worth pointing out. She is referred to at least in the wiki as sailor Burry. So also a sailor. Interesting. I hope I, I hope people got the joke about oh, yeah, Superman's logo, it. but that's it's it's it. a deep cut. So Yusaki doesn't know what to do because she's like, "This is Alice. I can't dust Alice." Yeah, and she has no experience fighting people who were people who turned into monsters. Right, that's never happened before. Well, I think her last rod only destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, like the one that just had before this, her attack only killed. I don't. I think she lost her healing. Yeah, that's why she's like, "I can't kill her." I mean, she must have, right? Except, yeah. well, except that in a minute she's going to, well, anyway, we'll see. <laughs> so she doesn't know what to do. She doesn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, uh, the I, what is it? Is it the jets or the sharks that walk up snapping their fingers? <laughs> this is the coolest intro. I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, I get it. It's really good. Yeah. So we get some finger snapping. <laughs> and then, this is a pretty cool intro. We get, we get the Sailor Starlights. Or Sailor Star mm-hmm. Lights, right? Yes. Who also look exactly like the three well, lights. Uh, in some ways. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but instead of being dressed, and they identify themselves as uh, Sailor Star Fighter, Sailor Star Maker, and uh, Sailor Star Healer? Yeah, Sailor Star Healer. So they are they are, they are Sinchi, presumably, if we're going by the naming conventions. They have the collar. They have the, the Sailor collar. Mm-hmm. They are also dressed like dominatrices. Right. Uh-huh. Right. They have, because everything is like shiny patent leather. Thigh high. They have uh, thigh high, high heeled boots, bras, booty shorts, and chokers. Mm-hmm. Yep. All accurate. Which the chokers are not new. All the Sailor Scouts also have chokers, but still. It is a look. It, it is a look. Yep. And the other thing, too, that I've noticed is like every new sailor that comes in, Murder. Murder on the brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's kill her. I mean, it could. that's what makes Sailor Moon special, is that she doesn't kill, that she's the moral yeah. core of She them. has that, that, unique, that unique quality of not murdering. <laughs> I mean, listen, you say that, Chris, but I kind of, I mean, I kind of feel like that's realistic in the sense that, like, I feel like most people confronted with a deadly opponent and a weapon would be like yeah at whatever it takes so that i'm not dead well i can't believe jordan is 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 advocating oh no i'm not advocating i'm saying that's what makes the ones and you're on jordan over here that's what makes the people who don't do that heroes so yeah we get some really cool attacks here uh we get sailor star serious laser star serious serious laser i love it Oh god, you're gonna love you're gonna love the Starlight attacks. Some of them. Oh yeah, are... just yeah. wait. Yeah, <laughs> the 
there might be some uh, reproductive um, organs involved. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Because, okay, I mean, again, we didn't mention it here, but we mentioned it earlier. I mean, Chris is talking about them being dressed like dominatrixes and not wearing a lot of clothes. They they appear to have lady bodies, for sure. Like, they have sexy lady uh, silhouettes, let's say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they like to attack saying certain things that are a little left of center. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yes. So, uh, Sirius Laser... Does not kill the monster, though. Just kind of, like, singes her a little bit. And then he's... She's stunned and awaiting the finishing attack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And smoking. Her stun meter has filled up. I've been playing God of War 2K18. There you go. Uh, later. And so, yeah. Uh, is it Star Starfighter Isaiah? Yeah. Uh, Starfighter's Star like... Starfighter Isaiah. Yeah. Starfighter's like, yeah, now I'm going to kill you. And Taylor's like, no, jumps in front of the, uh, front of the, not, well, not in front of the blast, but in where the blast would be going, no, 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 no. Like this is Alice. And, and they're like, yeah, once you're turned into a phage, you're dead. Like that's it. There, you, there's no saving. There's only one person who could save a person who was turned into a phage. And that's, that person's not around. So this person's fucking fucked. That mysterious person who we're searching for. <laughs> Uh, here's the thing about this. So the Sailor Starlights have killed before. Oh yeah, like it's fairly yeah. clear at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't necessarily know that Mishiru and uh, Haruka have killed people. Ooh. Like they're definitely into it. Like they're up for it, but we don't know that they've done it. I mean, these they, three have done murders. They must have. They, come on, they, they have. They they come from a war. They've. They had a body count. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying they 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 didn't. I'm saying we don't have it ex like this explicit. I don't think. <laughs> so then the 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 thing that happens is it's kind of the all thing that always happens, and it's the thing that always I think is a little cheesy. That said, it has beautiful animation this time, so I'm more on board. I also like that uh, that Sailor Starfighter uh, is making gun fingers. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> she, she's going to just shoot shoot her with with gun fingers so so sailor moon just is like when confronted with this thing going there's nothing i can do uh i don't have an ability to do this oh you know what i'll do i'll just do that yeah and she just now has that ability to save this person she does this attack uh which has now been named starlight honeymoon therapy kiss wonderful which, yeah. which is a delightful stupid name um, and i love that the i love that the wand spins in front of her hands for the beginning yeah. of it a bunch that's awesome no she does the jazz hands and then the rod just spins in front of it yeah 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 it's really cool yeah. did you notice that when the the wand is spinning in front of her left hand she is actually like moving her hand yeah oh yeah just a little bit it like, spin? Yeah, it's really cool i love this yeah, Deanna, i think you're right where this is like they're like hey last season yep let's let's make all the stuff look really good yeah that's why i love it it's beautiful and i know you guys love the endo like soft heads animation uh but anytime that came up in other seasons i was like oh the a team's on vacation they were at <laughs> for, the, for the episode i'm afraid so i'm glad that this doesn't happen anymore <laughs> So uh feathers blaster and they refill the the life meter in her starseed. Uh and what does she yell out? Beautiful. Beautiful. 
and the seed goes back into her head and she she's unconscious but she's fine and the uh the starlights are gone in a tree like everybody everybody loves to lurk in trees oh yeah the thing and they're like no we didn't know she had this much power it's it's getting interesting they say (laughs) and they're right yeah it is so usagi is just kind of chilling and then the rest of the senshi walk up and Usagi's like "Mm, where were you guys (laughs) by the way had to do this all myself but she doesn't tell them. She's like, oh, the thing and the other thing. And they're like, what? I was like, Usagi, there's like a big monster and new sailors. I was like, talk to them, please. I, she, well, she tells them, and I really like this line. She's like, the enemy is a sailor senshi. There are also other new sailor senshi. <laughs> like, hey, everybody. Uh, there are going to be lots of new play sets and toys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so... I do want to talk about the starlights again and about the their transformation and such, because okay. it's a thing in this show. Obviously, we've always said the, the, in world, apparently you can't recognize Sailor Senshi. But as viewers, we can. As viewers, we go, oh, the three lights are the starlights. Obviously, we didn't see their transformation, mm-hmm. but we know it. And I guess what I want to know is like what? What do you think the show was wanting the audience to think about that? Like, do you think the show was going, I mean, do you think the people making the show were like, yeah, people will just accept that. Like, obviously we introduced these characters as, 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 as men, I, men, I guess they're, they're teenagers as men, boys, whatever you want to say. And then they mm-hmm. become sailor senshi who are women and you know, it's them are, are, do they expect the audience to just go, yeah, yeah, cool? Do they expect the audience to go, whoa, what's up with that? Like, what, like, yeah, like, what do you think? Uh, I think maybe a little bit of both being like, okay, this happened. I can't wait to find out how or why. You know what I mean? It's like, not like super shocked and be like, oh, it's them. I want to find out how they turn into these girls versus being like completely and absolutely gobsmacked. Because again, like um, Chris likes to say, this is a show for babies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's i do notice children are a lot more open to those kinds of ideas and they're probably like oh yeah they just have magic and then they turn into girls great because like obviously like like it's the same as for example tuxedo mask we didn't see tuxedo mask uh, uh we didn't see darian turn into tuxedo mask at the beginning of the show for a bunch of episodes but we knew it in episode one like they're oh, yeah. identical <laughs> yep yeah and like and eventually it is made explicitly clear right that, that that it is tuxedo mask it's just that extra added uh added element of their their gender changing like I, yeah it just makes me wonder what what were they going for when they chose that well with with tuxedo mask like we're not surprised but usagi is right he is tuxedo mask i don't <laughs> believe it <laughs> Uh, but no, like I like I was saying earlier, I do think that this is is in a lot of ways like it's a logical progression, right? Like we get uh, Fish's Eye, we get uh, Haruka and Michiru, Haruka specifically, where there are characters kind of talking about and and presenting like gender fluidity, I guess, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and so like at this point in the show, you're kind of used to it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just like this is the this is the next step. Yeah, and I. I have to say, it also okay. kind of makes me feel really good being like, oh, yeah, if you want to be really powerful, you have to be a woman. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> so 
<laughs> actually like have the power of doing all these things. Yeah, tuxedo mask, he throws roses, whatever. But you know, you have to turn into a woman to really be able to kick butt. So some when I was younger, I was like, Yeah, take that, he man. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So I, something that you didn't see, at least I didn't see in like Western cartoons in which, you know, like they're taking a male and actually giving it power by making it more of a female environment. It was always kind of like the opposite. You know, if, if a woman wanted to become powerful, then she had to become more male-like, whether in dress or attitude or anything like that. This was like the first time I saw that script flipped. That's and true. It was like, yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah and for all like... They they are definitely a specific brand of femininity that is like much more aggressive than we've seen from the other Sailor Scouts, right? Like the, the Sailor Scouts are in like extremely feminine clothing. Like they're wearing mini skirts and they're they're like they're schoolgirl uniforms. They're they're superhero schoolgirl uniforms. But the the Starlights are, as I said, they're dressed in leather with like halter tops and booty shorts and these buck wild boots so it is it's very much a obvious and kind of like in your face yep. brand of femininity too that i think i think reinforces what diana was saying yeah that makes a lot of sense i that I, I really like that that interpretation i think it's really interesting like i i mean we're kind of getting into final thoughts we need to do uh sealer businesses in a second oh, yeah but, sure uh i do really think uh i liked this episode a lot like i thought it was really interesting yeah uh i like the new characters i like the way that they're they're presented to us like it's this episode asks so many questions that it's the first time in a while and i say this having just been through like you know a big boss fight this is the first time in a while where where i feel like if i was watching this uh you know just as a kid or or like watching it as it aired i would be like okay i gotta know what the deal is with these people Mm -hmm. Because I have no idea what the deal is with these people. You know, definitely. On either side. Yeah, I feel like that's why I feel like this season really kind of takes the audience a little bit more seriously. In which it's less afraid to, um, like, test you and push you. Even though, you know, it's for children, it does leave a lot more open to interpretation for a while at least. And it pushes you to accept things that might not be as straightforward as in other seasons. I, I absolutely loved it. And I am excited that Sailor Moon is the main character of Sailor Moon again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was so excited. I was so happy that th- these episodes were open because um, for me, this is the turning point in Sailor Moon. And it's sad that it kind of happens towards the end of the run. But for me, where it became from a show I really liked to a show that I really loved. And that it started with these episodes. So I was like, yes, they get the starlights, like get get the gender stuff, let's get the weird sailors named after metal. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I am very much looking forward. Like, like especially after getting through Supers. <laughs> like I'm very much this is exciting Sailor Moon. But let's talk about what we've learned. Uh we always try to learn a little mm-hmm, bit of lessons mm-hmm. from from Sailor Moon. So it's time for Sailor Business Says. Uh, Dana, what did you learn from this episode? I mean, there was a lot to learn, but I guess the most useful part would be don't get engaged in an airport in Tokyo or your fiancé will get got. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Like, that's probably the most useful one. 
The other one is if you do need to land a plane, Taiki's forehead will do. <laughs> but wow. I think the fiance one's more helpful. Harsh. <laughs> Um, you know, I learned something that, uh, about something that we actually, I forgot to mention during the episode, which is I learned about, uh, what makes, uh, uh, a, a, an actress beautiful, uh, which is, uh, that Ray upon seeing Alice for the first time in person said she has such a small face. <laughs> oh yeah. How about you, Chris? That's what I always yeah, absolutely. Small face. I learned that if there if there's a sign that says "Do not enter, employees only, or no trespassing," mm-hmm. uh, that is just a suggestion. Oh yeah, go where you want to go. Totally, someone might need you back there. Someone might need you to uh, to heal them with a magic rod. Well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing to note about that that section that was lo- that was locked off. There was exactly one person in it. There were three trucks <laughs> and one person. I'm like, it's not exciting. <laughs> What's it was it? Alice only. Every other person was busy on set, apparently. Wait, wait. Didn't Saya go towards there? Yeah. Like, where, where did he go? Well, he went in there and then took a left, and Alice was on the right, so. Okay. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> ah, good stuff. No, great episode. I'm so excited to be back into really it. Like yeah, episode. absolutely. I love it. I, like I said, I love the animation. I love the action. Um, it's bonkers. Um, there's an episode coming up, and I said no spoilers, but there's an episode where they actually deal with Usagi's giant butt wings and what happens when she has to move around in a small house. Oh, delightful. <laughs> oh, sounds great. So it's like more self-aware in that way. And um, yeah, it just makes me super happy. The only thing that doesn't make me happy is, of course, is the last season. Um, but I guess, I think you guys are going to love it. Excellent. I am very much uh, looking forward to, to watching this and I'm glad, I'm glad to hear you say that because I've, people have been really respecting the fact that I don't want to get spoiled on this. And so I, no one has been like, oh, you're going to like it. <laughs> They've just been like, it's weird. It's you're not going to believe how much it's you love very- Pegasus by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He does not come back. Thankfully. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, with that, I think we've come to the end of the episode. Uh, Deanna, uh, where can people find you online, should you wish to be found? Well, um, I don't really do much online, uh, but um, I have a Twitter. If you want me to just show you me tweeting at you guys, because that's all I do, <laughs> is uh, Deanna Restry, which is D-I-A-H-N-A and R-E-S-T-R-Y. And I also have a uh, Instagram with the same handle i show off my makeup all the beer that i drink and um anything else that might happen around my life and uh yeah that's about it uh honestly just only speaking to us is kind of the best way to use uh the website twitter well, i noticed that I, I i've gone in just to see what you guys have said and i read everything else and i'm like oh no 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 <laughs> yeah. no bye goodbye seller business thank you but bye yes. <laughs> Uh, um, all right, Jordan, how about us? Where can everybody find uh, you and me in the show? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at CrackShot with a zero instead of an O. You can find the show at Sailor Business. Uh, and you can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He uh, puts this show together for us every, well, I was going to say every week. I'm, I guess I should say every time we do one. And uh, Every now and again. <laughs> he is very, very good at it, and he does a lot of other podcasts. You should check him out. How about you? Uh, you can find all of my stuff by going to uh, the-isb.com. That has links to things that I write online, comics you can buy, 
Uh, it has uh, links to other podcasts that I do that you might enjoy. Also, my Amazon wishlist is on there. Just so you know, like just a, no pressure. Just so you know, just a little pressure. No, no, no pressure. Look, because a lot of people listen to the show are Patreon backers, and I genuinely appreciate that. That is the gift that gives year round. So yeah, but occasionally people do ask me, so it's on there. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, that does it. We will be back next week, or we will be back next time. Let's let's say that. <laughs> no, let's let's really try for next week. We're going to be back with our next episode, which is going to be called A School Storm. The transfer students are idols. Oh, and until I then, what I wonder what happens. <laughs> well, you're going to have to wonder for a while, because until then, you're going to keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.